Welcome to Humble Beginnings on the Poor Decisions Network. I'm Danny Cam. Please enjoy our latest episode. Welcome to Humble Beginnings on the Poor Decisions Network. I am your host and Game Master, Nate Borges, and with me are my newcomers to the group that have now progressed to level two, and we're going to go around and introduce themselves and what they're drinking. I'm having a Stony Creek Carpe Tium, an American Hefeweizen beer that is infused with Earl Grey tea. I highly recommend everybody try this beer. Annie? Hey, I'm Annie. Uh, I'm playing Arden and Phantasma, and I am still drinking Code Red, because caffeine is uh, life. Very good. Ed? Hello, my name is Ed Martin. I am playing as Ichabod, the half-orc inquisitor, and tonight I'm drinking uh, a Whaler's Rides. Um, Seems to be my go-to, and uh, if I get through that, I have a uh, Southern Comfort Old Fashioned. So, oh boy. And Kelly? Hi, I'm Kelly. I'm playing Timber, the gnome bard. And tonight we were doing a Kelly cleans out her refrigerator. So I have this uh, cocoa chiller buzz ball that I found in my refrigerator. That They're actually not too bad. I had a couple at a, from a party I had last year and they've been sitting in my fridge since then. So I figured tonight was a good enough night to drink it. Do people just leave shit at your house all the time and you just finish it off? Oh, no, this this one I bought. But, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I'm, like, really jealous. <laughs> yeah, you always have, like, different things, and I'm like, is she buying all this or is she just finding it? No, no, the, this one I bought, but I bought it a while ago and it's been sitting in my fridge since then. But I do have at least two bottles of vodka in my cabinet that I'm not quite sure where they came from, as well as various other mixing alcohols. Also, I can't tell what's going on outside your door there, but it definitely looks like your house is haunted. <laughs> it's snowflakes. It's uh, it's one of those projection lights. Makes me feel better. It's just snowflakes. It definitely look haunted. Yeah, I, ju- I noticed it when you said it, and I got nervous, too. <laughs> we can pretend it's haunted. And Dan, what about yourself? Ayo, hey, this is the uh, Ninja Ginger um, Army leader here, Danny Cam, reporting to you live. It's great. Uh, tonight we are drinking the Stiegel Rattler again because I had one can left and figured I needed to uh, finish that off. I am playing the Justin Bieber Human Arcanist, twisting magic like my soul. Dan, you're a ginger. You don't have a soul. DJ is not here tonight as he's out skiing in Montana somewhere. So hopefully he's having a good time and we'll see him when he gets back. Hopefully not catching on fire. Who would want to go skiing? At least if you're skiing, it's like snowy, so less less likely to catch on fire. I mean, those ski lodges do have a roaring fire. I worry a little. That's true. Who would rather go skiing than sit inside and play on their computer with other friends? So we're in the forest, right? For the first time on this network, yes. Yes, you actually are. Did we win a prize? You're level two. That's not a prize, though. Sweet. I think that's a pretty good prize. 
Fine, you want to go back to level one? I demote you. I refuse to unlevel up my characters. Not happening. <laughs> Anyways, our party finds themselves awakening in the morning to a camp of now their survivors of Fendar. And not really sure what's going on, not sure what to do next. They all kind of sit around solemnly looking at each other as everyone kind of gets up in the morning and finds themselves sitting out. It looks like Jet has made a fire and is trying to comfort some people. Rhina is doing the same. Auburn is kind of sitting by herself trying to recover after she took a ballista to the chest and is still recovering from said wound. Everyone around the camp seems to be scared, unsure of what to do next, and kind of turning to you guys for guidance and assistance as you saved these people from the town and you got them out. So what are we doing next? I mean, they really shouldn't be looking towards Timber for guidance because Timber's freaking out just as much as they are. Oh, this is the time. This is the time for Desmond Sil- Silver to shine. Uh, he steps up. We've all got to be assigned a certain job if we're going to survive this. He looks around. Is, is, is anybody, like, paying attention to him? Uh, there's a few people <laughs> kind of looking around that are kind of saying, what the hell does he mean jobs? But my, my job was in Fendar. He casts a cantrip of flare coming from his hand, and he shouts, Pay attention, in his squeaky... Do you shoot a flare up into the sky? Mmm. I think it's like a five feet. I don't think it actually shoots into the sky. Let me just uh, take a look. No, it's not an actual flare, it's just a flare of light, I think, but... You notice at that point, Auburn kind of sits up and says, Please don't do that again! We're trying to run away from the Iron Fang, not draw them to us! So in his prepubescent, uh, squeaky, not prepubescent, I'm sorry. <laughs> his puberty-driven, squeaky voice is like, Listen, you guys need to pay attention. If we're going to survive this, we all need to band together. There's a bunch of us, and we don't have enough food to last two days. Do we, at this point, do we have to try and get a diplomacy going, or? For what exactly? To, to try to rouse to, the people? Yeah, rouse the people and get them to pay attention. Uh, they're all kind of looking at you. They're paying attention. It's oh, just okay. a matter of, like, what are we going to do? What are we saying? Okay. What, like, they're all kind of looking at you. What are we doing? So, for the listeners, I have gone over with the players. There is a whole list of actions that the NPCs in camp are able to do, such as foraging, hunting, herding, scouting, standing watch, supporting other NPCs or players, assisting, using various skills they have. The players have access to all of these people who are named, statted, and are now like my own... I don't want to say children, because they're pains in my ass. So, yeah, my children. That's literally so, how children are. That is that is the exact definition of children. So, they have all the stats on these people and know what they can do. So, it's going to be kind of figuring out what's going on. This is a brand new mechanic to me. It's basically running a small town here, so... What are you doing with these people? They're all staring at you, looking for answers. So I think Arden would be like, um, well, I, Phantasma, and I can go look for food. He's really good at it. I'm pretty good at it, being a druid. So if anyone would like to help, meet me at the tree over there and, like, points at a smaller tree. Short tree. Landmark tree. Said tree. Okay, let's move on our map, we have 
I totally didn't see there was a little tree there. Yay, go me! You do notice that a couple people kind of stand up and they look to be, you know, well-to-do people. So as your uh, list, these are the warriors. Four of them kind of go over and say, you know, I can help her. Hi, I'll help you. Sweet. Awesome. You have, let's see, what's with you? You have a half-orc male, a half-orc female, a elven woman, and a dwarven male with you. All right, awesome. Awesome. So can we just, like, do we vacate, or do we just, like, hang out here and figure out what we're doing? Well, I'm just going to leave you there for right now. So you want to spend the day hunting and foraging with these people. Yes, because uh, Phantasma and myself both are, well, she, Arden has like a plus 10 to survival. So there's that. And Phantasma has that, um, whatever, hunt skill. So he can help me acquire foods for the people. So before you go off, I'm going to say, does anybody else want to go hunting or do you want to start divvying up some of these jobs or anything else that you seem important? Like I said, you don't have to go through every person to make sure everyone's doing something, but there are a couple main things you'd like to get out of the way first. Uh, so I think we've got a hunting party set up. Ichabod's kind of looking around and <clears throat> he realizes that we're all just kind of sitting in the middle of the woods. So he, he'd like to probably just blurt it out and say, probably need to set up a perimeter too or at least you know figure out what's around us so that's two different things you can have people standing watch and kind of making perception checks or you can have people going out into the woods and scouting to find out what's around you like scouting um i'm gonna say as far as like ichabod's concerned uh setting up the perimeter and having people keep watch um probably not the best to go scouting around like what I would consider be to be something like for a stealthy person. Well, that's two different things. So the scout is just a survival DC of like tracking your way through the woods and seeing what you're finding. Being stealthy is a whole nother thing. It depends what you come across, whether you have to be stealthy. Right, right. Can I report back things that I find while I'm hunting? Uh, you kind of can, but the way the mechanic kind of works with this, you're not really paying super attention to what's going around around you. Obviously, you, you're aware of your surroundings, but you're not looking for tracks of, you know, humans while you're doing it. If you come across them, you might find some, but you're more looking for animals to hunt or berries to gather, fruits and the like. Can I make Phantasma detect while we're hunting? You can certainly try. Damn it, Nate. <laughs> that there that's the that's the death phrase right there. <laughs> the benevolent GM strikes again. No, it's it's you can roll it. I don't think it's gonna end well for you, but you can roll it. Well, like he can he can indicate unusual smells and noises. Like so if I had him do that while we were hunting, maybe he would come up with something weird. Possibly. We can roll that when the time comes to it. So, with all this, I will say that kind of Auburn looks up at you as everyone's kind of figuring out what to do and what everyone's skills are. And she notices all of you kind of huddled and trying to figure this out. She says, Good morning. I want to thank you again for everything that you've done. I know I'm not nearly 100%, but I wouldn't be alive if it weren't for your efforts. Nor would any of these people behind me, as she gestures to all of them. I know a little about these woods, and we'll explain in due time. 
There are many dangers in these woods, but there's also a lot of bounty to be found here. There's a small logging camp to the northwest in the forest, Gristledown, which are traders mostly with Fendar, or what was Fendar. There's a story of an old witch that lives in these woods, but I'm not sure if she's friendly or not. I never came across her. I would suspect that the Iron Fang are patrolling these woods, but taking out that bridge probably set them back a little bit. There's not a crossing for that river for 50 miles. I would assume that they cannot wait to get in here and start the search for us, but they'll probably go searching along the Tamron Highway in the Southern Fangwood first. That's where I would go, so that's where we should definitely avoid. I think for the next few days that we should be okay, but we will need to find a more permanent camp. First, we must assess our situation here and figure out how to feed and shelter all these people, and most importantly, protect them. And as she kind of goes over with you the whole, you know, jobs that people can do around the camp, she thinks people need to hunt, she thinks need to be build shelter, stand watch, and go scouting the woods. And she says, I will remain here in camp and do the best I can in rallying the folks. I think Rhina and Jet can help me. I, I don't know about the others, but I think you need to start working on expanding us around here, getting us more food. It seems you have a hunting party ready to go. I think that's a great idea, but we need to work on shelter, too. What you guys doing? So, as far as Ichabod's concerned, um, I, I think I'll probably start uh, setting up shelters and then go to scout around. Okay, so I'll start moving people on the map. Who's going to start doing shelters? Because, again, shelters are like a full-day action of gathering the supplies to make them and trying to make them. At least for these people that don't know what they're doing. Okay, so uh, Ichabod will just kind of shout out in the nicest way possible, uh, half work in. For everyone who wants a place to sleep tonight, come with me. We'll start building tents, shelters. And he'll just kind of go about his business. So you see a couple people kind of stand up and kind of one dwarven man looks at his family and kind of moves off and another man comes over and he says, I'm a carpenter. I can help. How many people did you want to take for this? Oh, I'll I'll take uh, two or three. Two or three more or two or three total? Uh, Two or three total. Like the carpenter is fine. The the gentleman with the family, I'll just kind of, I'll ask their names and make some small talk with them as we're going to get supplies. So with you, you have Craig Wellerman, Dolgren Stonefist, and Davin Swiftblade. Fancy names. They are. Did you guys want to do any more for the hunting party? Or, I mean, I've you guys have not left yet, Arden. I'm just keeping you guys off to the side. Yeah, so we're just, like, kind of hanging out, talking to each other, trying to get a game plan for, like, I don't think we want to, like, split too far away from each other. I think we'd rather stay close because, like, I'm the only one that can really protect them. And Phantasma can kind of, like, flank them, you know, so. You do have some I party people to, with you, I believe. To, I like, think they're... protect. He can, he can protect the people. Yeah, the people you would do have are probably the most hardy out of them. I mean, they're not as strong as you guys, but out of the entire camp, those are the people I'd want in a fight. That is a plus. So we're just hanging out. We're, we're kind of getting ready, getting our plan together that we're going to go whatever that way is and see what we can find for food. 
Okay. Uh, I'm going to move a couple people over to stand watch, if that's okay. I think Reggie's, like, curled up in a ro- by a rock somewhere, just, like, trying to rub off the fact that he has been almost set on fire, like, 42 times in the past day. Oh, yeah, he's taking it easy today. PTSD. He's been burned, like, every day. Especially with, uh... Yeah, especially especially with the little fireballs and blasts of light going on. Could get everyone's attention. Out. Very burnt out. Fancy Nate. So yeah, Desmond's gonna go over to Jet and ask her if uh if it would be best that she handles the cooking for the for the group. Uh knowing that you're an innkeeper, I believe that you're the best person qualified for this. And we need we need your expertise. Uh, to ration out these provisions. And she kind of looks and she, you know, she looks scared still. She saw hobgoblins burst into her inn and just kind of slaughter the place. And she's like, uh, yes, um, maybe that'll help me get my mind off things. Um, do you want me to be in charge of the food or? I think you're the best person for the job. So I think we're going to need you to we all are shaken up. We all are scared in this moment. We need you to take care of this group of people with inventory of food and cooking. The- and she's kind of like, okay, um, yes, uh, I, I, I think I can do that. I, I'm going to keep Reggie near me just so that way nobody tries to steal anything. That sounds fabulous. He's a bit burnt out. Well, I'll try to make sure he doesn't. Doesn't get caught on fire. Yeah, don't get too close to the fire, okay? <laughs> it's all good. The dragon's going into the forest. Right. Okay. Who else do I have left here? Uh, she can be on. Where's watch the goofball duty? that like tried to get Ichabod to carry his bags down? Oh, that is Lord Pharaoh. He's not really doing much. Mm. Shocker. He might be food day too. I need to figure out what I'm doing as well, uh, since I am not very strong or fast. <laughs> there are also two people in camp that are essentially clerics, like low-level clerics, but they can, can do I? spellcraft if that's what you want to do. I was just thinking about that. Can I go up to, knowing who these people are now, can I go up to Landon Saibalar and Isabella uh, Morwen and ask them to help decipher these scrolls and wands. Maybe that would help us along the way. Sure. Uh, so, let's see. Landon's going to make an, an assist. Do you want him to try to do it himself, or do you want to assist? I would say let them try to do it themselves to just go through and see if they can To get three chances identify. at it? Yeah. I would rather have all these things identified by the end of today. Okay. Do you remember which items, or which ones are you looking for? Uh, I guess we'll do the ones from the church first. Okay, so I see those there, so Landon's gonna make his first pass. Uh, that's a nope. Uh, what is her name? I forgot her name already. <laughs> Isabella. Isabella. Isabella and is gonna make. Uh, that's a nope. So that first one, if you wanna make a shot at it, I would love to. They didn't even get enough to help, so. Awesome. 
And then I smile at them and saying, you're doing great. Keep at it. I rolled a two and a four. So spellcraft, we are bumping this up. Now, I have identify. So if I prepared that for the day, do I get plus 10 to spellcraft mm-hmm. or do I have to consume the spell? Uh, identify, that is a... It gives you plus 10 to spellcraft, but it doesn't first say... First level I... spell? Yes. Yeah, you have to cast it. Okay. I'm just going to try to roll it. And I think that's going to be good enough. A 17. 17. Let's see. Where were my notes? There they are. Okay. So one of them is a scroll of calm animals. Ooh. I relay this to them. Oh, this is a scroll of calm animals. This will be great if we can... Uh, and actually, earn. I'll just, I'm just going to roll that over for you for the scrolls. Uh, so you have another scroll of Cure Light Wounds and a scroll of Magic Stone. I'm just going to put it at the bottom of the bag of holding. Yeah, just get rid of three unidentified scrolls from it. From uh, those particular three. Just delete them so that way we know they're gone. Would we have to roll like a spellcraft to get more information on what that Magic Stone is? No, I, you can honestly just Google it. The fact that you know what it is, one of you would tell you what it is. I just don't remember what Magic Stone does off the top of my head. I think it's like a plus one to like improvised weapon or some ridiculous thing. It's probably not at all. I just honestly don't remember because I don't think I've actually ever used that spell. Fair enough. Doesn't mean it's bad, just it's not when, when you have limited spells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, there it is. You transmute as many as three pebbles. Okay. So what else are people doing? Uh, we Are you want to do more spell crafts? Oh, definitely want to do that. I don't know if you want to do it and you want to skip ahead and let other people do their thing. Well, is anybody else doing anything that they need to do in camp or are we all doing out of camp things? I think we only had one um, unidentified potion and I don't know if the alchemical components are something that need to be identified, but we could do that while we have oral here. Well, they're not the art. The, al- the alchemical components. It's really just a grab bag of different things to make different things. Okay. All right. Yeah. Then I'm, I'm ready to take a walk around and, and kind of, uh, I, I guess, scout things out with with my group of people. Okay. So uh, Isabella did identify that potion, and the potion that was uh, listed as from outside the trading yard is a potion of hide from animals. may not be the most useful while you're hunting, but... It depends on what we come across, right? (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. Great job, Isabella. You guys definitely have more unidentified things, but... Yeah. Yeah, we're just going through here. You know what? Surprises, they make things interesting, Nate. Let's... Desmond is, like, flat out the cheerleader. It's great. Love it. You know what? Here, I'm going to roll for him because you have two others. Ooh, okay. Uh, One of them, but actually you get a bonus on it, so the other one does get identified. You have two unidentified potions that were from outside the church. They are both potions of cure light wounds. So you can just add that to your potions of cure light wounds list. And we got... Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. You have... From inside the church, I can't remember if it was one of the bodies or from found inside the church, you find a second 
wand of magic missile with 11 charges. I will take that. Timber? I have the first one. And you still have a couple charges on that? Uh, yeah, I think I've used three of them so far. Or two. Okay, I'm going to make another check because there's two more things to find. Ooh, got that one. Damn. Doing pretty good here. From inside the inn, you found a wand of grease with five charges. So I could cast grease and set it on fire. Yeah, you should take that wand. Uh, If you have the ability to cast grease, I don't know if that's on your list. I would take that wand as well. That way I can prepare a different spell. Well, you've already prepared your spell for the day. For the day, yeah. But then I don't have to prepare tomorrow. Uh, it is not on the druids list, so you could have to, you can take the wand, but you'd have to make a use magic device to use it. So in retrospect, I just leave it with Desmond, and he continues to uh, make things greasy, and I set it on fire. Yes, but now he doesn't waste a spell slot doing so. Bingo! Dynamic duo is back again. And the last one. Ooh, that's not good. Natty nineteen. That'll do it. The last elixir are two elixirs of tumbling they increase your acrobatics I'm sure when Reggie hears this he's going to want them Mm -hmm. that's okay and we will go over all this after Dan we can fix up that bag of holding because now you've identified everything that's perfect I know you're trying to furiously type yes I was Um, okay so I would distribute any sort of um, leather armor to the people who could use it uh, obviously, the shield, this buckler, plus one. Uh, what is that? Well, so I will tell you, a plus one buckler is a very strong magic item. It's also worth a lot of money. So a plus one buckler, a buckler just goes on like your forearm. It does not uh, require a hand to grab, so you can use your hands for other things. And a plus one buckler gives you a plus two AC, because a buckler normally gives one. This is a additional plus one. Oh my. If you are proficient in shields, I would take it. Don't believe I am. Well, I will say the I only am, problem for I'm, you, I can have Dan. Wooden stuff. No, you can't have metal stuff. Yeah, this is definitely metal. Uh, Dan, the only problem for you is this would require an arcane spell failure chance, which I believe for a buckler is only about 5%. I just don't think I would have the ability to use a shield yet, so. I think you can, but uh, honestly, this is an item that Timber should probably carry for better AC. Can I... Which is, wait, do I have enough left <laughs> to carry? <laughs> probably not. We all forget that Timber is literally three foot tall. My child is taller than a gnome. She's <laughs> halfling size. And your child's still really young. Mine's yep. like damn near as big as me. When she went to the doctor and I heard the height chart, I was like, I'm pretty sure she's taller than a gnome. <laughs> Nate, I just want to say that only you. That would be the first I, thought. Hey, Doc, so, is that taller than you. a gnome? <laughs> so I will say, I didn't know the height offhand, but I looked in the car. Well, the doctor should know he's, you know, that's how yeah, doctors roll. How tall is she, Nate? 33 inches? Yeah. No, so I think I'm three feet tall, so she's three inches shorter than me. Oh, okay. Yeah. So take that, child. 
<laughs> or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe she's, I don't know. No, no, she's three foot three. Sorry. Oh, 39 inches. Yes. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> she's a halfling. Uh, and bards are proficient with shields. Oh, look at you. You just made out on the deal. What we come back to, is it yep. too heavy for her? Yeah, that was, the, that was the question. It's so, honestly probably also a medium-sized shield, but the book doesn't really say, so I can hand-wave it. So I remember getting help. Hey, look, we just happened to have found this shield. tiny little shield. Here, Timber. <laughs> it was for a dwarf. It is kidding shield. Remember she got mad at you when you found it? So Desmond does have five trail rations uh, when I bought my character stuff. And I know you made fun of me when I when I first bought it, but I do have a hammock. And I do have a fishing pole. And I have a bunch of extra stuff that would definitely help us out in this survival uh, uh, invasion. And you said you didn't have anything for survival. You have a fishing pole. I do have a fishing pole. You want to hang up a sign, gone fishing? I think I might. So to answer the question on how much timber can hold, it looks like... My capacity is 19 and a half pounds, and I'm currently at 19.375. So unless that shield weighs like an eighth of a pound, I don't think Timber can carry it. Mm, let's see. Also, how is the journal that Timber has an entire pound? It's a yeah. big book. Apparently. Yeah, the buckler weighs two and a half pounds. Yep, so... I cannot carry that. Just have one Tell of these her. townsfolk or children carry all your shit for you. <laughs> Give Vicabod some of your arrows. My, my ankle sheath. Uh, okay. So now, now that we've identified the items... Oh, crap, why did I get out of that tab? That was stupid. Uh, why don't we make some survival checks to see what's going to go on for the day? So I'm going to make checks for all of these random-ass people that are going to... Uh, all these people over here, they're going to go scouting for the day. Unless you guys want less or more. Oh, that's okay. The people that are left in camp here, uh, like Auburn and Rhina, Kinning, Van, Timber, they're all going to just kind of stand watch, as well as... Uh, there was another group I had standing watch. Can we have um, oh, a couple forever. people that are good with uh, like animals? go look for um, like livestock or sheep or something to bring back to the camp? So you can, so I will tell you that it is a, a survival check. Okay. I mean, I can go with them and see if we can find some animals on the way to going fishing. I don't know. Sure. How, do you, how many people do you want to bring with you? I would say three or four. Okay. You can take Vilera, Agna, yourself, and Lord Pharaoh's not going to really do anything, so oh, Kinning will go with you. Take Pharaoh with you. Drown him in the river? <laughs> or take him hunting and have an accident. Oh. <laughs> I would 100% like drown him and bring him back and be like, well, looks like we have to eat him now. He does have <laughs> knowledge, nobility, sense, motive, and diplomacy skills. I mean, I think I have those But two. diplomacy against the freaking hobgoblins that want to kill everybody? Okay. No. Yeah. Maybe you'll meet somebody out here. Other nobles. In the woods. Yeah, sure. Okay. 
No, well, yeah, know. we'll have we'll have him check his diplomacy with the the first big monster we run into. I have all of those skills too. One of those yes. diplomatic dragons or some shit, right? We have a diplomatic gnome over here, so um, we do yeah. not need his bullshit. Okay, damn straight. Uh, so, do you want somebody else to go help you look for fail for animals? Desmond will send a message, um, use a cantrip, and send a message to Ichabod and say, "Get this lazy piece of shit to do something," because I think he's got a better intimidation. And uh, he, he's, I do. He's had a history. He's had a history with this man. <laughs> a history of fuck that guy. Uh, the other noble will come with you. He has survival. Excellent. Yeah, I like kind of like pat him on the shoulder. Like, thank you for coming. <laughs> I go on boar hunts all the time. I hand him a bow. Looks like a male Carmen San Diego. <laughs> Oh, come on. I thought that was a great image. I had to go find images for all these or, people and name or, them all. Or Lord Licorice. <laughs> Look at that Candyland looking motherfucker. <laughs> it reminds me of the guy from Wreck-It Ralph. The, like, the, 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 end, the bad guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. King, King Candy. King, King Candy. Candy. Nate yeah. level with me. Was Lord Child on... Lord Child One, like you had one child, and you're like, oh. Chilled on. Chilled on. Chilled on. He's yeah, chill. It looks like Child One. Mm. Pharaoh just reminds me of Lord Farquaad from Shrek, yeah. and I can't with that. <laughs> Who is actually setting up the tents? Oh, you currently have nobody on setting up tents. Or was that. It, what was that, Ichabod that, doing uh, with these people uh, over here? These people were going to take a walk tenting. around. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, like, really just like the immediate area to make sure everything seemed like it like no immediate threats but then set up tents okay so you're gonna set up tents so i have with arden i have a hunting party up here i have a scouting party of four people uh i have a herding animals party with desmond and then setting up tents you have nobody uh that is oh sorry and then there's a couple people Watching, I believe yep. Kining should and stay here and help uh, set up tents because I think she has a plus one to all initiative for anybody who's in the uh, in the in the camp. Correct? She does. That is one of her abilities. So I walk over to Kining and I ask her. I, I appreciate your help. I think we have enough for animal uh, for handling and some animals, wrangling and some animals, and fishing. Do you mind if you watch over the camp for us? I think you'd be better suited with that. And she kind of looks at you and says, whatever you think is best. I sure as hell think that's the best. It's a shitty attitude, lady. And I hand her my hammock and... Uh, She's my... literally written with a shitty attitude. Yes, it's pretty sweet. Um, I hand her, like, my my hammock and the tent that we have from we found and say, this will get you started. Okay, so who else has survival that's in the camp? I'll play with that after and figure out who... Oh, no, sorry. She was with Ichabod setting up tents, right? Oh, no, yeah, you guys were going to set up tents. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's go with Arden first. Okay, so you're just kind of looking around to go hunting. I would like you... Are you going to make separate checks for everyone to hunt on their own? Are you going to go off as a giant party and assist? I can do a giant party because Arden literally has plus 10 to survival, so... But do I have to roll Phantasma separate? 
Urs Phantasma-like. So I will tell you, just I think based on your skills, if you have a 10 already, that means no matter what you do, you are automatically gaining one provision point. Right. If you have them help you, they have to hit a much lower DC. They only have to... Actually, it's the same DC. It's still DC 10. But uh, for every two that they increase that check, which if they make the aid, they give you two, you get another provision point. So every time they make DC 10, you get an additional provision point. So oh, one check with them aiding is what I'm trying to get at. That is what I was hoping. Yeah. Okay, cool. That was okay. a lot of words for trying to tell me that, yes, I should do it all as it one. It really was. Okay, let's see. Thanks, Nate. I appreciate uh, your... Let's uh, go with the four <laughs> warriors. Yes, shut up, Ed. <laughs> that is Nate, one successful you. aid, so that's a plus two on your check. That's another successful aid. That's another... Ooh, these are rolls are getting lower. And a natural 20, I'm going to count that as two. So you get... Well, I'm going to count it as an extra vision point, not an extra... Well, it's the same difference at that point. You have a plus eight on your roll. Now, what is Phantasma doing? Uh, Phantasma is detecting. He okay. Is, he's going to sniff in front of us and make sure that we don't accidentally run into something we don't want to run into. Okay. Uh, roll me a survival for that. I gotta get to or perception, whichever is better. Uh, survival is better for Phantasma. That's an 18 plus... That's a t- uh, 21. Okay. So, 21. As you walk around, you are looking for all different things. You find little game trails here and there. Uh, Phantasma alerts you to all different smells that are in the area. Nothing that stands out as like dangerous in the immediate area, but there's definitely large predators that are in the woods that have crossed on this path that Phantasma can smell like their presence has been here. Not like super recently, but in the past. As Phantasma can't talk to you, she can't be like, oh, I smell a bear. Well, actually, now that you say that... Am I going to have to come up with a voice for Phantasma now? Since (laughs) we... Wouldn't wouldn't she? He, he, by the way. He. um, I have speak with animals. Of course you do. So I'm thinking that since we're going to go out into the woods and like, I should really be able to communicate with him. What do you mean? Of course you do. Shut up, Nate. So I'm going to cast speak with animals because I want to be able to talk to Phantasma. How long does that last for? Um, I don't know. Long enough for me to talk to him and find out what's around here. Yeah, but not like an all day. Like I'm going to have a conversation. You, you can talk to animals. Why don't, why don't you do the, the, um, the, Hurting then, so you can be like, hey, why don't you come back here? We'll feed you some berries and shit and give us some butter. Because it only works for one minute, and also I have a plus 10 to survival, so. Uh, I mean, the hurting would I be better. I still want to speak with animals. The hurting requires a, a 16, That's I can hear. right? I'll be honest with you, right now, her doing the finding food, you need to front load some provision points because, yes, those animals do get you some, but they take days to do it. Yeah, I gotcha. That's true. Resource management. Okay, so what do I what do I have to do to to talk to Phantasma? Uh, you cast the spell. Now you've used a first level spell. You can ask questions and receive answers from animals, yeah. but the spell doesn't make them any more friendly. 
Well, Phantasma's my animal companion, and I rescued him from a kitten, so guess what? He's already friendly. Cats are jerks, so this is going to be fun. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. He's wonderful. Is it? Is it really? Yes. Anybody with a cat out there are cats jerks? No. Not always. I grew up with nine cats. I would die with nine cats. Nine cats is like a lot. My mom has a cat problem. She's a crazy cat lady, but won't admit it. She does. As I hear the cat. (laughs) See? (laughs) Does this look like a jerk to you? No, look at the whiskers. (laughs) Looks pissed. (laughs) That cat knows I'm allergic and wants to sit like on me and be like, ah, ha, 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 you're going to die. No, cats just go to the people that hate them the most. Both, yes. Just oh, the, this one's obsessed with me, so. Okay, so I, I cast Speak with Animals, and I ask Phantasma what he smells on the trail, and if there's anything dangerous. There are many. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, what am I? No, I gotta come up with something. Phantasma's got a case of the giggles, huh? (laughs) No, I just thought of something great for Phantasma. Oh. Oh. Now you know tongues, kid? (laughs) Even better, Ed. (laughs) Cat. Exactly. (laughs) When the DM says it's great, it's not always great. No, no, no. This this is great. This is great. (laughs) Pull the trigger on that name. Come on. But you're laughing. Kid, you know there's a lot of bad shit in the woods over here. There's like bears and lions and some other dudes out here. I definitely think they don't want it to do any good. They might even want to kill you. (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay. That's some masterwork shit right there. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay, I'm done with you now, just so you know. (laughs) What? I have so much to tell you. I've been working on this new thing. I gotta get out of the way with this guy. You're making me over here sniff shit. You know how many smells there are on these fucking woods? (laughs) Oh my god. Bro's got a point. (laughs) A lot of shit in the woods, you know what I mean? (laughs) Literally. (laughs) There's that, too. (laughs) You're making him smell it. (laughs) Kinda. Hey kid, you see that cute little dare over there? I'll sneak up on it. Pounce on it. Fucking kill it. Gut it, bleed it out, serve us some venison steaks. I know a guy that gave me a great <laughs> recipe. You've never had Thank venison so steaks much. like this before. Trust me, guy. Uh, <laughs> oh shit. Alright, so at, at this point. I'm guessing that Arden has heard Phantasma's voice prior, so <laughs> she would not be laughing as hard as I am. <laughs> but, but, uh, she's like, okay, well, um, as long as there's, there's nothing like in d- direct proximity that's like hostile, then I think we should move forward and go, go hunt for some things. Do I have to roll? I have to roll for that. Nah, dude. If there was anything around here within a fucking mile, I'd fucking know it. <laughs> Awesome, good boy. <laughs> Nate, I hate you so much. <laughs> you have ruined my beautiful panther creature. <laughs> I know this otherworldly panther beast. <laughs> and also, I am now crying because I'm laughing so hard and it burns like a motherfucker. 
So you asked him for you asked for a voice. You wanted to speak with animals. You get what you get. Okay. So should I uh, ro- roll sur- survival for uh, for Arden now? Yes, and you have a plus eight on this. Plus ten. So I have plus eighteen. <laughs> Seventeen. You rolled a seventeen. Yes. Oh Jesus. Plus eighteen. Hey babe, what's seventeen plus eighteen? Did you get a thirty-five? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I can't math that well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 17 plus 18. Yeah, it's 35. Yeah, so a 35. So I succeeded so... by like 25. <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead, Nate. Tell her. She doesn't She doesn't see shit. She doesn't know shit about it. <laughs> Failed. Okay, you suck too, Ed. <laughs> Kid, watch out. <laughs> So oh, you take 10 right off that because you made the check. You have a 25 over. Yes. So divide that by two, rounding down because we can't have halves. 12. You have exceeded. Yeah, you have exceeded by 12. So you gain. 13. Uh, Provision 13. Points. And I granted an extra one because I rolled a oh, natural 20 14. for one of the eight. So. You gained 14 provision points from your hunting trip today. Okay. Hey, Danny, do you have that uh, bag of holding thing open? Can you add 15 provision points in there, please? 14 or 15? I thought I said 15. She'd be like, kid, we found a fucking bear. I think it's a grizzly bear. <laughs> There's a bear. There's a bear. <laughs> we have 16. You don't understand. I could take down a fucking bear. No problem. Seriously, guy. You, you didn't you didn't let him take oh, down a bear. Fucking three grizzlies, seven wolves, buffalo and shit. I could take down 10,000 rats if needed. Th- that is true. That is true. <laughs> he did take down like a whole shit ton of hobgoblins, though. Just saying. Okay, look at these fucking paws. See these fucking paws? You think hobgoblins want any of these paws? You're fucking crazy. Oh, man. Jesus Christ. Okay, so uh, I'm good <laughs> too at close at too close. I'm good at hunting food, right? It's so just not that's right. Oh, uh, we're gonna have to rename Phantasma. <laughs> no. Phantasmion. Vinny, Nikki, and Tony, alright? Oh, listen, listen, wait, that's so good. Yo, my, my name's Vinny Phantasmion. What's up? <laughs> I had a cat that my ex-fiance brought home, and he said he looked like a mobster cat. He was black, and he named him Vinny. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> this is going to be one of them lost episodes, ain't it? <laughs> he just turned Phantasma into a gangsta. Uh, no, 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 no. Gangsta's so not the word. Anyway, so you get... What did I say? 14 provision points? Can I stop building tents now? (laughs) Yes. Do you want Phantasma to help? No. (laughs) Jesus fuck, man. You don't need to be a boy scout or nothing. I'll build a tent for all use. You think these paws are just for fighting? I'll build a tent. Let's go. Oh, no. Oh, my God. That's a little too close to home. Ah. Building a shelter. You need to make a survival check. Do you want these people to make separate checks, or do you want them to aid? Um, separate. We need quantity. We we had them aid for. Say that again. So we need quantity, not quality, right now. 
Yeah. Yeah, so separate checks, right? It works the same way. Uh, this is, it's a DC 12, and for every two that you succeed, it, like a tent can fit another creature. So you mm-hmm. can make a large tent if you want. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that, that'll that do then. So I'll, I'll roll for that, and then I'll have them aid. So you want to make like one fuck off tent? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of okay. kind of do. I'm, I'm hoping I get there. I so got what, a DC 12? Yeah, let's see. No. Kinning is going to try. Uh, she passes, so she, that's an assist. Okay. That's uh, an assist from Davin. Ooh, that is just makes it for Craig. And the Stone Fist guy, oh my god, that's a, an assist as well. You have a plus eight on this roll. Nat 20. Nat 20. I... <laughs> I actually just got a six, so um, all in I got a twelve. Now eight plus eight. Yeah, that's fourteen. Twelve plus eight is twenty. So twenty. Okay, that's not bad. So, uh, so that's minus twelve. So you have eight, and so you can fit five people in one tent. I will need to build another tent. Not today. Hmm. Let's see, we're going to make a... There we go, now we have a giant tent. And what are these that other... That can fit about five people. What are these other tents? Uh, they're just there on the map because I didn't feel like creating image and image and image. It's They're like stupid little things people tried to create overnight just so okay. that they were out of the rain. They're not actual like full tents. Okay. I'm very limited by the images I can find. I couldn't find like a stupid lean-to that made sense from an overhead view. I guess I was not really... Uh... I wasn't busting your balls about the uh, the design of the area that we were in. It was more or less just, do we have enough tents for everybody, which we do not. No, you have... We've you got- had... <clears throat> sorry, you had a small tent that you picked up, and people have made a couple quick tents. You probably have proper shelter for about 10 people. Out of the 22, right? Yes. Right side. Arden and Phantasma, like, grew up in the forest, so we're cool to not be under a tent. Not to mention... You guys aren't part of the 22. Arden has huge wings, so that would be a problem, too. You could tuck them in, can't you? Kind of, but have you ever seen a dragon tuck their wings? It still, like, sticks out. Just take that shit in. No one's gotta know. Good, cover me with your wings. (laughs) So we do have a small tent from the hobgoblins outside the church. Oh, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, that was uh, one of the ones I accounted for. So you're not supposed to have enough on the first day. There's, unless you put everybody to do it, you're not going to get enough. I'll be honest with you. Okay. And you added the provision points, so that's good. Uh, I'm going to roll for the scouting party. They're going to go out and go look for shit. Ooh. That's one. Nope, that's a fail. That's a natural 20. And that's a pass. Okay, so can I have Annie, Kelly, and Dan each roll me a d20 and tell me the number? 19. Okay. Ooh, I got a 16. Perfect. Five. 16. Okay, so... I'm starting to think that the problem isn't my dice. It might be my dice tray because I like that you're blaming it on them. We're not going to jump to the conclusion that it's you. (laughs) 
Are you bad at rolling? Do you need a dice tower? Small character. Small rolls. I didn't think I was bad at rolling. But we'll work on that. Maybe we can get Phantasma to help. <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> Phanta- finger. Phantasma does not have a craft skill. <laughs> no. Nope. How the fuck am I supposed to craft shit with these paws? Phantasma ain't got no thumbs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He is not a polydactyl. Nice try, though. Yeah. Uh, so based on your rolls, what was it? 16, uh, 5, and... 19. 19, okay. These people come back from their scouting trip, and I gotta mark off on here somehow what you guys have found. One of them notice or tells you that they noticed a small shack in the woods... And they think that it might belong to this hermit that Auburn was talking about. The forest witch? Possibly, yeah. They don't. They didn't get any closer to it. They just saw it, and they kind of tell you the location, which way they went, what they saw, the markers, how they got there. So, if you need to get back there, you could go. You don't have to bring them, but you now, especially with your survivor skill, could work your way to get there. Ooh, note to self: go investigate the forest witch. The second person tells you about a giant tree area, or a giant tree. In the middle of the forest, there's a giant tree with a huge network of roots that it looks like there's a small cave underneath. Again, they did not go investigate. Nobody was really sent to go investigate. They were just looking to scout out areas. They don't know what's in the cave system. Again, they didn't venture in, but they, in their travels, that was what they pointed out as something that seemed to pop out. And lastly, uh, there was one person that noticed that there was an orchard nearby to the west. That there was a house, or a farmhouse, in the middle of this orchard, and it seemed that possible that there could be something to benefit from there. Again, they did not go in. They do tell you that they did not see any smoke coming from the cabin. Or from the farmhouse, I should say. And there was smoke coming from the witch's hut. Oh, so it's definitely a witch. Well, that's what Auburn tells you, is that there is a witch of the woods, but they don't know if she's friendly or not. Then we want to take Lord Maybe Ass I can befriend her with my druidy stuff. Maybe, potentially. Does anybody want to take Lord Ass Hat with... Uh... I'm not taking Lord Asshat. He will not come back. Phantasma will eat him. Well, we need him for his diplomacy, apparently. Let, let, let Lord Farquaad stick around and, like, get Auburn the Green her drinks or something. You really don't need him for diplomacy. I have really good Well, diplomacy. then fine, Timber. Then you go out and see her. But I, I've got pretty solid Intimidate, too, so if diplomacy's not working. I have plus. I have plus eleven to diplomacy. Wow. Yeah, hard. Okay. Anyway, these activities kind of took you most of the day, and mm-hmm. that's kind of the point of it. So it's probably getting like four or five o'clock in the afternoon now. You guys have come back with your hunting trip and your grizzlies and buffalo and everything else I mentioned. And oh, we got to do the fishing trip. I'm sorry. Thank you. I forgot about our. I have one fishing down pool. to the. Do you even know where to go to the river? Uh, would that be a knowledge nature check? Nobody scouted a river. 
south. Well, looks like we're going to have to figure it out. You did just come from a river from Fendar. It was on the Meredith River. You could go back that way and fish in that river. Auburn highly says you should not because they'll see you. The The woods are probably about eh, 100 to 150 yards from the edge of the river, so it's completely open until you get to the woods. Yeah, knowing that the Iron Fangs are are towards Fandar, I would uh, avoid that. Would I happen to recall anything, or can I ask um, anybody who would know the area a little bit better? If you're looking for, like, a fishing hole? A fishing hole. Uh, you can, I'll be honest with you, you can ask around. There's not really a good good place like that. I'm trying to find a... I had a small map that I could probably show you guys. Let's see if I can bring it up quick enough. Since I had traveled a little bit, would I know where the river might be? Uh, Hold on, let's see. Knowledge local work? Actually, this... I I told all of you that I find it a useless skill, but this is where knowledge geography would come in handy, but you could substitute local for it. You could could substitute local for it. (laughs) I don't know, she... She's got- I have a plus six to knowledge local and a plus two to knowledge geography. Okay, so just to give you guys an idea, I just showed you, I just uh, revealed the map. This is the southern part of the woods you're in. Uh, these woods are massive. So to give you an idea, that bridge was 100 feet long, if you see it on that little map gotcha. there. So this, this, these woods are really, really big. <clears throat> So I am not So wait, fishing. if the bridge was a hundred feet long, that means mm-hmm. that there's a hundred foot of river between us and them, right? A little shy of that, because the bridge did span a little, a little over, over on each. Land. I've measured it, yeah. Yeah, but like most of their weapons wouldn't be able to hit us, and there's not a, another bridge crossing for like many, many, many miles. So Well, that's untrue. A short bow has a distance of seventy feet, a long bow mm-hmm. has like a hundred and twenty so feet and crossbows. It, they actually yeah. had weapons. It'd be more than like a twenty-five foot overlap. Fair enough. Most of them were throwing shit, though. So. Yes, but you do know they were th- they weren't throwing shit. But on the hobgoblins you killed, each one of them was carrying a longbow. That's true. Never mind. Abort that mission. So how many hours would it take for me to walk south? I mean, you can go fishing. Oh, to that, to the rest of the river, to the south there. Yeah. The river flows south. Yeah, if you notice on that map, it does flow south and then goes to the east. Uh, you can do that. It's probably about a good half a day's journey to get down there in all open field. Yeah, I guess. Should 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 we go a little bit like northwest, kind of hopping through the forest there? Like I can't move this map. That's all there is. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I'm going to. I guess I'll just try to herd some animals. I guess. Okay, so you're going to take all these people and attempt to herd. So, same idea. Do you guys want to do, uh, what do you call it, uh, like a, a one big check, or do you want to do separate checks? One big check. Okay, so same idea. Let's see. So, you have three other people. Let's see. That's a pass for Vilera. That's a pass for, was it Agma? Agna. And the Lord, that is a pass as well. You get a plus six on this roll. Yeah. Did you roll a one? Just a little bit better. I rolled a two. Nice. So, 
Yeah, that was not a... What's your survival? Zero. Okay. Is there a magic device? So, fantastic. Yeah. We come back empty-handed. Yeah, so you guys scour the woods, and unfortunately you didn't find any tracks, you didn't find anything. It happens. So now that you're all kind of back in the same area, you do notice that Ichabod's got a rather large tent set up that, you know, it seems that he's kind of haphazardly thrown together from what he could. Uh, I can't remember her name. There is a woman in... There it is. Mariendel Birchheel is actually a tailor. So she can kind of... She went on a scouting mission, but she can kind of help you with what you found of supplies to kind of stitch everything together and throw together this tent. So it's not like this tent is thrown together from tarp or canvas, but it's haphazardly thrown together from like leaves and bark and straps of wood and all these other things you can get. So between the carpenter and the tailor and the stonemason, you can kind of get this going. Very good. But like I said, it's probably like four or five o'clock in the evening. Uh, Did you guys want to do anything else? Did you guys want to go check out one of those locations? So all these locations that are going, like I said, there are things to find there, good Mm -hmm. and bad. You know, they don't know what's going on. They just decide to look at them. Well, since it's five in the afternoon. So the locations you mean like, yeah, we've got time, right? Yeah, all you guys have done is is use time today. You haven't really used spell slots or anything. And you said that it was a logging camp? There is a logging camp to the northeast. Uh, It is the name of its Gristledown. And can we talk to the camp to see if anyone is more familiar with what we could expect to find there? Like from Gristledown? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know Auburn had mentioned it. Um, or I thought Auburn had mentioned it, but really just to get a consensus as to whether that was a better location than another to go scope out tonight. Sure. Uh, so unfortunately, Auburn doesn't know that much about it, but between talking around, you hear from Van and Kinning, especially Kinning, because they did a lot of trading. They would come into town every once in a while to pick up supplies. It is a very small town, like probably only a few buildings, maybe 10 or 12 people that live there, and it is a logging camp. They would come in and trade supplies with Kinning and pick up stuff from Van and, you know, maybe stay the night at uh, the taproot with Jet. They don't really know names, but they know the people they've seen and they know they're from that area. It is, like I said, to the northeast, and they kind of keep to themselves, so it's not unusual that they wouldn't have been in town or they're not in town. They probably come in about once a month to pick up stuff, and they don't like crowds, so they tend to avoid the market festival. Okay, and you said there's about 10 or 12 buildings? No, 10 or 12 people. Probably only like three or four buildings. Okay. And then, um, I mean, that that would be my vote, unless anyone has any other suggestions. I'm with you. I don't really want to, like, go after the witch right now. No, no, I I think it's too long of a day. To, to go after a witch, but... We could go investigate and try and make friends with the logging. Yeah, none of, nobody's been out there to go scout it, though. So, you don't know. These are all uh, second-hand accounts. Does... Or did we have anyone that hasn't, like, fulfilled a task that could go scouting? Send Lord Barkwad. Uh, not this... Not this late. He actually does not have the survival skill, so you could send him, but he wouldn't be great at it. Welcome, send him. That's the idea. 
the lack of survival is appealing to me. As much as I know you hate that guy, I will tell you that if people die, the mood of the camp definitely drops. That's unfortunate, but I'm not sure that anyone would miss him. So, listen, uh, I, I suppose this is where I have to put the metagame disclaimer. I've got a pretty high intimidation add-on, and I also have a profession torturer bonus. So, these people are going to these people are going to do what we ask. <laughs> right now, we're, we're using honey, but... We definitely have the vinegar. <laughs> we don't need to, right? <laughs> sure, you could intimidate Lord Pharaoh to go investigate Gristledown, if you'd like, at five o'clock at night. I think he should just stay here for tonight. Yeah, he he should probably stay here, but can can I go even though I was building tents all day? Do you want to go scout it, or do you want to take everybody and no, just go there? No, I don't want to take everybody. I want to go scout it. I'll go with you. I mean, might as well all... Timber yeah, hasn't well done anything yet, so... You're up for a walk? Sweet. It's like a field trip. Should we, like, put somebody in charge, though? Like, maybe maybe the four warriors that went with me, could we, like, spread them out around the map and have them just, like, hang out just in case of a problem? Sure. We left Reggie there. <laughs> oh, yeah, Reggie's still there, too. I mean... Uh, yeah, Reggie's hanging yeah. out, you know, trying to eat cold soup because he doesn't want anything warm right and now. And Auburn's there, too. <laughs> that would be my fault. <laughs> yeah, Auburn's got, like, one leg and she's blind, ain't she? Yeah, uh, anything past <laughs> ten feet she really can't yeah, see. But she can still manage the people, oh. like... Well, she can, she can. Chill out. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Auburn, Auburn's good at rallying the people, but probably the worst scout we have her god is the drunken god no, no, no watch over the camp we're not bringing everybody are we no 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 when not. i said everybody i meant the party yeah yeah, yeah. no it, it my, my thought is if the um if the mill is intact and the people are conducive to the idea to move everybody in listen i think we're wasting very valuable fornicating time here let's just go to the fucking Let's go to the place. <laughs> so you want to take the entire the entire PCs and move to Gristledown? Yes. But not right now. We want to go scout it out first. Let's just go. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I like the, the point that Nate keeps trying to have us move everybody, but... I was not trying. I was trying to figure out how many goddamn tokens I got to move oh, out on a map. No, no, just four. So, Five. do me a favor, and are you going to roll a combined survival check or a separate? Separate. After rolling a two. Okay. Everybody roll me a survival check. 26. Nat 20. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to love it. I just rolled 27 because uh, <laughs> that is a 16, 17, sorry. Okay, 27. What about Desmond Silver? Another two. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear that. Okay, fantastic. So, you really are just lost in the woods here. Oh. And Timber. Uh, four on the die, and I have a plus one to survival, so five. So, is Timber just, like, running behind going, like, wait up, guys? Like, Pretty much, yeah. Can't see shit. Can I, can guys, I, wait for me, wait can for I me, just I'm put so... Timber in my masterwork backpack? <laughs> Can, can you carry that much? Uh, what, what does she weigh? Like 20 pounds total? Is it? 
Yeah, but her equipment is another 20 pounds. Oh, so 40 pounds? Yeah, I would be encumbered. Oh, sorry, her equipment is 19.375. Yeah. Oh, I, it's okay. Yeah. No, I, actually, I, I would only be at medium, but we'll, we'll discuss. <laughs> For the purposes of this, yeah, you can carry around timber. That should make okay. it easier. I mean, all of my roles, like this entire game, have been shit, yeah. but it kind of fits with the character. So, your character so I am slowly dragging your tokens out on this map here. I'm not going to drag out Reggie because Reggie's not here. Or actually, you know what? I think Reggie would have. You would have convinced Reggie to come with you. He's just. DJ's not here. Okay. Walking into this once quaint little camp, you now notice it's in ruins. The longhouse, the canvas walled huts, the workshed are all in ruins and still smoldering. Only two walls of the long hut are still standing. And you can't even call what remains a building. The smoldering flame of the building is all that remains. The wood could not even be scrapped and used to rebuild anything else. Along the two walls that do remain seem to be walls that are burnt, but not crumbled out. Is anybody getting closer? Yeah, I'll move up. You are free to move about the cabin. It's like, which which one? And then I realized what you were doing. <laughs> were you waiting this all night to make that joke? No, there's other cabins. Well, yeah, the, the first cabin here, I'll go and do a perception check, like, inside. Can I cast okay. Detect Magic? Sure. Uh, so Detect Magic, I always get this wrong. But Can I help detect... him with that? Mm, no, actually. Detect Magic. So we are not in combat, but... Detect magic, if you ever do it in combat, is super fun because it's based on a round thing. Every round it gets stronger. Round one is just the presence or absence of magical auras. You, uh, it is 60 feet, right? Yeah. 60 feet. Let me see. You do not detect any magic is, anywhere around you. Is there any benefit to me also casting detect magic along with him? Like, is it something like a skill where I can... Or I can buff it, or is it separate? No, if it's a cantrip, you yeah. can go ahead and just use it. It's, it is worthwhile, especially because yeah. I said it's a 60-foot range, yeah. so you guys right now are 60 feet apart. Yeah. So. Alright, so I'll I'll cast Detect Magic as well. Okay, so I'm just going to quickly, because you guys are going to keep moving here and I know yep. you, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a little radius on that's his Detect Magic radius. Anybody else have Detect Magic that wants to cast it? I do. That's your radius. So that way I can stop, okay. you know. So Very you, good. We all know what 60 feet is. Yep. That's awesome. I'm not going to leave that up all the time, but just for now. No, that's fine. So moving around this first little hut cabin area, you see, you do not detect any magic. But upon closer inspection on the walls, instead of being wood that burns, it looks like it's the flayed skins of at least half a dozen people that probably belong to this community. You're going to have to say that one more time slowly because you're telling me that it wasn't the walls. It was instead flayed skin that was on fire. That is correct, Ichabod. Wow. I, I'll relay that to the group because they're not right here with me. Um, but I, 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 cast, I, I guess uh, Ichabod would... <laughs> yeah, I cast message to speak with Ichabod. What do you see? And I, I just kind of turn around and I'm like, ah, it's just burnt skin. 
they 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 flayed and burnt the people. I'll cast message and relay that back to Timber. Timber just gets whispered in her ear. They burnt the people. It's their skin. And and Ichabod off in the distance just nodding his head like, <laughs> what the fuck? It's it, they burnt the people. The, the people are all dead. Uh, should we? And run? Reggie goes. What run? do you mean they got burnt? <laughs> <laughs> should we run? Should we abort this mission like right the fuck now? I'll whisper to Ichabod. Are you gonna search the whatever's left? I don't know idea. So can I just do a, a pers- like? Is there another perception check that I can do inside the building to see if there's anything worthwhile in there or? Because now you're looking for stuff rather than just looking at stuff. <sighs> Seven. I'll save you the trouble. There's nothing to be found in this building. Chicharron's on the walls, huh? Yeah, just more people wallpaper. Okay. So if that's the case, I'll just uh, continue moving to the next building unless anyone else has any other ideas. Sounds good. I'm going to move along here. I'm going to cast this deck magic again. So Ichabod is moving to the east to the larger Long Hut, and he's now somewhat of an entrance to it, and Desmond has moved north between the two buildings next to a bush, just for everyone that can't see this wonderful map. I don't think anybody else is moving. I think they're just kind of staring Arden at us. and Phantasma are like, no, no, this is, this is not good. How does that bush look? Like, we should... We should not be here. What's Arden, Timber, and uh, Phantasma doing? Contemplating running away. Uh, Does does Phantasma smell anything? Yes. (laughs) I can can tell him to detect, even though I can't talk to him right now. Thank thank God we don't have to. He just looks back at you as, kid, you don't fucking smell that? It's fucking burnt people and shit. It's mostly burnt people. Fucking barbecue. The walls. Billy. (laughs) No. (laughs) All right. Well, I'm going to continue casting detect magic uh, near the buildings and perception checks. I'm just going to ignore Phantasma for right now. (laughs) That, like, yeah, I, I see the people wallpaper. I... Thank you. Thank you for your input, Phantasma. Uh, well, as you guys move along, Ichabod, well, Desmond, you notice nothing. You're, you're near the bush. The bush is not magical. It is not on fire. There is nothing special about it, except it's large. Cool. Ichabod, as you move along this building, you notice the wallpaper continues in this building. Uh, and by your best guess, it looks like this is the rest of the people. Another six to eight people. I'll just go on by square footage. It's a lot of people wallpaper, so... <laughs> yeah. It is. It, it really is. Yeah. So, uh, Ichabod's just gonna kind of walk into this half-dilapidated building and uh, just do a perception check. Is is there anything of value? What is... Is, it, is that wood flooring or something that I see, or is it just exposed yeah, flooring like partial, under ashes. Yeah. More the latter there. It's exposed flooring under ashes. Uh, oh, I lost my notes there. So inside, you actually do find a canvas satchel that seems to be covered by some debris that looks lightly singed, but still mostly intact. All right. Uh, is 
Can I open the satchel? Is there anything inside? You find a 10-pound sack of coffee beans. You, you couldn't smell it over the people. Wow. A masterwork kukri and a healer's kit. Very good. You do find a very nondescript canister as well, and it is magical. Okay. And so for that canister, can I... Or I should say, is it, do I have to detect magic on it, or is it a spellcraft type of thing to see if I can... Or is it a magic device? It is a canister that you can open that has stuff in it. Okay. I would like to open that canister and see if I can determine what's inside. There is a gray powder inside. To determine it, either make a spellcraft or a praise check. Um, okay. I'll do, uh, first I'll, uh, I'd like to, I think I'm in, in the line of sight of Desmond, so I'd like to wave him over just to get his two cents as well, but, um, I'll, I'll roll on the spellcraft. Fifteen. Fifteen is it exactly. This is a container that holds about 400 gold worth of silver dust. Okay. But All it's right. magical? So I say, it, that's a good question. Is it magical silver dust? No. The canister is magical. Correct. Can I... Can hold? I... Sp- oh, go ahead. No, 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 go for it. I was going to say, can I, can, I, can I look at the canister and try to decipher what it is? Sure, roll me a spellcraft. Can I aid? Sure. Oh, I was going to say, dude, hold off on aiding me, because I've been rolling twos. Okay. I just rolled a two. Am I anywhere near them right now? You can be if you'd like. I rolled a 15. Rock on. 15 is enough to do it. So this canister doesn't have like a name, it's not an equipment item, but this is a magical canister for the purposes of it looks completely intact. It's sealed, it's waterproof. It's like the size of a thermos. So it's magically in the fact that it keeps everything well-preserved in it. That's why this silver dust is in there. Lockbox suitcase, okay. The canister of well-preserved. <laughs> the, can- <laughs> the canister of the soldiers. container of containing. <laughs> I enjoy both of those. <laughs> All right. All right. So what else? is that a well over here is as well? I think everybody just everybody's just still kind of watching us go into the building. Yes, that is a well. I'm sorry. I'm like I'm like. What are we looking at? Oh, the north um, northeast, yeah. not northwest. Desmond will pop down here, and I don't know what the range is, but he'll whisper to Timber and to everybody. Come on, let's go. So I will tell you, uh, Ichabod, before you move there, you guys came out. Does everyone see, or does anybody see down that patch of this red? Way? Why? Yeah, so I was about to explain that patch of red. So as you come out of the building, you get a clearer look at this. You see about a 20 by 20 patch of ground to the south that is wet and stained red. Okay. Can we investigate? It's where they filleted the people. Right now, you're probably... eh, It says Ichabod's about 120 feet from it. You can go investigate, but we will find out what it is next time. Yay. (laughs) Ember's still just hanging back. She's like, hmm. No, I'm following. Oh, everybody. I don't see any. What, you're 20 feet per per round? Yeah. 
Yeah. She's just real slow. Everybody. I was gonna say, like, if, if it, I have little if something legs. happens, feel that on a you're seven rounds level. away from attacking. <laughs> and Reggie's like sleeping next to you. I have little legs. Wait for me. The hobgoblins are gonna fight. <laughs> well, thank you very much, guys. We will find out what's happening with this red patch on the ground next time. Hopefully, Reggie's here. Thank you, and have a good night. Later. Hey, Danny Cam here. You may know me as Desmond Silver, Human Arcanist. We hope you enjoyed the episode of Humble Beginnings on the Poor Decisions Network. We would love for you to like, star, rate, and review on whatever streaming service you are using. Your help can bring new members who are still lost in the forest. So thank you. Thank you for listening to Humble Beginnings on the Poor Decisions Network. This has been our presentation and interpretation of Paizo's Iron Fang Invasion Adventure Path and background music by Sirenscape. Join us next time.